This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. This is Manya from Friendshipable. Hi, and this is Terry from, oh, Friendshipable. <laughs> also from Friendshipable, but together we are Project BFF. And today's episode of the podcast is Financial Disparities in Friendships. Can people who make different amounts of money be friends? I don't know, Terry. What do you think? Well, there was a lot of truths or a lot of recognizable approaches to this topic that I saw, such mm -hmm. as um, it's kind of things we learned in childhood, too. You never talk about money. <laughs> um, and yeah, just how it's, you know, in, in doing things together as a group, um, I mean, it can, the disparities, and more than likely the disparities are not, they're clear, we don't show our bank statements when we, we start a friendship with somebody. So, but over time, I, I think we kind of get an understanding of what a person's, um, capability is when it comes time for things um in you know the the article cites things like trip planning and dinners and things like that and the awkwardness around the the individual who has the who has had the opportunities to be able to afford more or splurge a little bit and balanced with friends of theirs who um, who just don't have the the bandwidth to do that, whether it's job related or just in general. I mean, we all know that people have different pay scales in the job that they have, and um, yeah, so it's a very it's a dance. And um, yeah, what are your what were your thoughts upon reading it? So yeah, so we read this great article in HuffPost by um, Brittany Wong on, mm -hmm. you know, sort of the rich poor relationship and we'll link to that in the show notes so you can see the original. And you know, it started out with something very interesting which is Americans don't like to talk about their finances. Right. And um, as we often say, it's it might be different in other places and we're not sure, but for sure, but definitely here in the US, we're not really for all sorts of reasons chatting with our about our income with most of our friends but as you said terry you do get a sense so you know what your friends do yeah. for living so you might be able to generally have an understanding of what they might be making you, you know where your friends live so mm -hmm. you know if they live in a mansion and, mm -hmm. and you don't you know that's a difference um and even so even without you know, specific numbers, we definitely can get a sense. And I think we've 
many of us, I shouldn't say we all, but I think many of us have had that experience oh, of going God. out to dinner with friends and then suddenly finding, and you, and you, somehow you decide you're going to split it and suddenly you're now paying $50 for the salad that you had because, right. because, lot, because either they went to a restaurant that's more expensive than your your normal restaurant or mm -hmm. you decided not to get drinks, but the drinks got included in the, in the big mm -hmm. picture. And now you're feeling, um, it, it, either, you know, upset or, or worried because you don't have the money. Um, you know, I have been, I would say on both sides of the, yeah, I have too. you know, I've yeah. been the quote unquote rich friend and I've been the quote unquote poor friend. And, um, I know, I know how, awful it feels especially when you're the poor friend and you, and it feels like you've been hit by a surprise mm -hmm. bill mm -hmm. i wanted to do this thing with you but i didn't know it was going to cost x dollars and i already committed to it and now right. i feel bad because i can't really spend that money right right yeah i've had that experience as well and you reminded me of one thing that i just in general there used to be a time that I think going out for dinner with friends was, it was automatic to ask if everybody wanted separate checks. In fact, wait staff would ask if you want separate checks. And I haven't thought of that in years. Um, and then we'd all, it was, you know, hand, hand those, the server five credit cards, which I, I always felt badly for them. Um, but so, and that, so that wasn't so much I, at least as I felt or I recall to um, balance inequities, but it was just more of a, you know what, this way you can buy that thing that you want. And just a matter of, yeah, of, the, of not having to, to t uh, pay the load for something that somebody else got more of a pra practicality, more of a practicality yeah. than a sensitivity. Um, I think we kind of went through a phase or I think for a while it was very popular to hand out different separate checks. Yes. Um, yeah. Depending on the restaurant and the server, it can be easier or harder for them to do. Right. But then there, I think, you know, some, if you go to a big birthday dinner where you, where you're all pitching in, so there's no such thing as so separate the guest does, Right. Right. But, you know, I have to say technology has made some of this a little bit easier. Um, I just went out to a restaurant and this wait staff didn't show up to take your order. In fact, you ordered on your phone and you each individually ordered and then they came and you, they knew you were at the same table. But so we each individually ordered and paid and then it showed up at the, our table. So it was a shared meal, but we didn't have to spend a lot of time kind of s switching the, um, dividing up the check. I mean, I know this it's, a little- it's the 2022 version of separate checks because exactly. we all have the devices and the and technology think, to do it that way. But yes. to the point for some of this art, and this article goes, you know, beyond that, those are yes. the, the real, those are the tough feeling aspects of it. Yes. Because even what you just described, the, the awkwardness could be around I ordered, you know, an eight ounce steak or something like that. And you or the, another diner or a friend around the table ordered soup for dinner. See, that's, you know, so I, I'm going to, you know, take back what I said, just the technology has changed, but the, 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 
perceived stigma or, or awkwardness or um, sensitivity hasn't changed. Just the way we, yeah, exactly. executed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we sort of, I took us like I usually do down a rabbit hole. Of, no, well, you followed one, my hole. That's okay. Of one particular aspect, which is dining out, which in fact can be difficult, even if you all make the same amount of money, but somebody ordered something different. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, it was, they, they pointed, the article pointed to a survey that said um, Americans are more likely to talk about politics in a relationship with their friends than to and talk finances. about money. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's kind of all aspects of money. Not only am I not going to tell you how much I'm making, mm -hmm. but it goes into like, I, you know, if you invite me to, I'm going to pick out a restaurant again, but if you invite me to an expensive restaurant, even if I'm paying for myself, maybe I don't want to go because the, the cheapest entree is going to be outside of my budget range. Yeah. Then I don't feel comfortable telling you that that's why I don't want to go to that restaurant. Right. So right. we aren't necessarily comfortable even having the conversation no matter where we fall on the scale with mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that was, that was interesting that money is the last on the list of topics that we yeah. talk about with our friends. Yeah. I, I mean, I, like you said, you've been on both, you've experienced both too. And um, there was a, a time that the industry I was working in, it was tough times and there were layoffs and, hello, <laughs> we all know somebody who's been through that. Um, and I found myself, um, you know, fr my friends knew and they found a way or of not making me feel terribly or not terribly or awkward about it. I remember like eight of us going out for dinner, but I had mentioned to them in advance that what my preference was going to be is that we, and normally we'd split the check like we were talking about. Mm. And my preference was, I think what I need to do for myself right now is to just get a, a single check. Yeah. And of course my concern was that would have, would complicate things for the server, which it didn't. She only had two checks. to do. Right. Right. So, but it was, but the comfort level of once I had done it, the, the first time subsequent times it was you know they knew I was going to do it so I was given that space to be able to feel like I wasn't excluded from anything and nobody felt nobody um made me feel that I was doing anything that was um it was just what I needed to do and they they accepted that yeah, yeah. When I was younger, it was much harder for me to stand up for myself in those kind of circumstances mm -hmm. to say, I can't spend that kind of money or, or I can't go to that restaurant, but what if we went here instead, yeah. or I can go with you, but I'm going to need to order separately. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't feel comfortable because it somehow I felt embarrassed mm -hmm. that and that happens more often. Yeah. But I didn't, you know, I wasn't making enough money. I wasn't good enough, whatever all the reasoning yeah, yeah. was. As I've gotten older, I don't know if this is just the way as one gets older, mm -hmm. 
me, but I've gotten much more comfortable with what I want and what I don't want and what I can do and what I can't do. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's much easier for me to say, I, you know, I prefer not to go to that restaurant. Um, I'm, I'm not able to do this particular activity with you. You know, so, so I know something, take us out of the realm of restaurants. So theater tickets, uh-huh. um, depending on where you are, those can be incredibly expensive yeah. and especially for really good seats. And I've had conversations with friends where like, Hey, we want to go to see this, this event. Okay. And I have said, depending on who I'm talking to, like, I can go, but I can only buy a ticket that costs this much. Mm-hmm. If you, if that's not what you want, that's okay. I don't have to go with you or, you know, we can go, but I'll, I'll sit in the uh, balcony and you can sit in the orchestra. That's never happened. But I, you know, I've shared, yeah. like, this is my limit for the, I want to do this with you, but only within these parameters. Yeah. This is my budget. Yeah. And yeah. you know what, as, as when I was younger, that wasn't something I was comfortable saying. Mm-hmm. Now I'm much more comfortable saying that. And I think my friends are comfortable saying that to me. Cause I know we've had, those conversations of no, I don't want to do that. I can't afford it. And you're yeah. like, okay, then let's not do I, it. Let's do I something else. I think that's an excellent, excellent point that, you know, then both of the examples that we've just given, we were mature, not mature enough, but we were older. And we, we also, and our friends were, we weren't 18 and where everybody's looking at what everybody else can do. And you're right. You're more in, um, not control, uh, but you know what you want and you know what you need to do to sustain yourself. And so, and I think our, the people in our circles have more respect for us for doing that. And also, or they've probably experienced things themselves. That's, it becomes a shared experience because if they haven't been in that situation, somebody in their family or their home, their household has. So yeah, that's a good point. And you know, the article was so, um, was, was interesting because they were talking about more well-off friends. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, in my head, I'm imagining the the friends who live in the mansion on the hill with the servants. Um, uh, but it's apparent, you know, sometimes it can be difficult for them to hang out with people who are maybe cash strapped or financially mm-hmm. struggling, and they can feel guilty about their that they are, they do have money, whether, you know, no matter how hard they worked to get right, that money right. and, and how much they deserve it, um, they can feel guilty. And um, so I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. about, you know, both sides of the equation can feel uncomfortable, maybe for different reasons, but yeah, definitely yeah. feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And that takes, you know what, by facing it by addressing it and by the friends talking with one another it really ideally gets to be the growth of their friendship to be able to share that and to be able to um for both for both people not to feel awkward about it or talk about if there is some awkwardness or guilty feelings about it to be able to talk about it because that's what friends should be able to do 
You know, and we, uh, earlier, we were recording a podcast episode with a good friend of ours, and we were talking about um, something that has completely and absolutely slipped my mind. So I'm going to move on <laughs> from that topic. And I'm going to say that, um, oh, I know what we, what we talked about. Good. Okay. Friends, you can have friends for different reasons. Mm -hmm. and friends you do who meet different needs in your life so mm -hmm. maybe maybe you have the friend that you go to the high you know you buy the orchestra seats in on broadway and you splurge and you have this amazing experience and that's one friend that you do that with but another friend who you adore maybe you never go to the theater with right or that's the person you get the balcony seats on the matinee show with because mm -hmm. you want to go to a show together and mm -hmm. respect their budget so it's it's also recognizing that we don't all have to do the same we don't all have to do everything together right so if it's something I really want to do and it doesn't fit into your budget, maybe that's okay. Maybe mm -hmm. I find somebody who does fit in their budget. Yeah. And you and I both travel a lot and we mm -hmm. travel with friends. Mm -hmm. How does sort of income disparities or budget realities come in as you guys are planning your trips? Um, the one example that I gave you about, um, my telling them that I was going to, I wasn't going to share the, the, the um, like the dinner expenses. That was a, a week long trip mm -hmm. and we had done it for, for, for several years. So, and I just told them. Um, and like I said, first couple of times I felt I, the first time was that I ripped the bandaid off and I did it, but everything, everybody was fine. And in some cases, if we were doing something, only one of them, and not the whole group, but one of them would say, is, is that, is that okay? Does that work for you? But for the most part, everybody rolled with it. Um, and another one, when I have been, you know, has offered me, um, you know, like paying for something in installments or things like that. And so, which is very generous to do too. But on the flip side, when, once I was able to pay something in full because there was no um, challenges anymore, it was an indication to them that, oh, okay. So now you've been able to do that. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, so it's always been because it's been with a group of longtime friends. Um, it might have been a little bit awkward for me to say it at first, but I made the declaration in front of the group and everybody enjoyed what they wanted to enjoy. Yeah. So I'm very yeah. I'm very pleased and I'm, I'm fortunate to have that. How about yourself? You know, essentially similar. Um, I've. I've done vacations with friends where we, for the most part, are paying for things separately just because of the way the trip has been planned. Right. And I've also been on trips where it makes sense for somebody to have paid for the hotel in one fell swoop and then for somebody else to pay for the car or for the same right. person to pay for both. And then at the end you divvy up the costs. Oh yeah. And yeah. in, I, you know, in those cases, it's for me, it's always been about, let's talk about what, you know, we talk ahead of time about what yes. can we afford in terms of a hotel room. Yeah. And then it's, how are we going to divvy it up? How many people are, are going in on this? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you keep, everybody keeps track of the 
of the things they pay for. And then at the end, you do that complicated. Oh, yes. Yeah. You the figure whole, it all the, out. The Excel spreadsheet gets done at yeah. the ever, end of every week. Right. Yes. Right. And, um, you know, I, most a lot of my travel with friends has taken place now that I after I after I was younger and I was to the point where I felt okay negotiating boundaries yeah. and talking yes. about yeah. those yeah. kind of things. And that is one um uh you know one of the to-dos in the in the article when they talk about, okay, well, you do have an income disparity. How do you deal with it? Well, one of them was just get comfortable setting boundaries of what you can exactly, and exactly exactly. Um, the other one I liked was, um, you know, if, if you're the person on the lower end of the income scale to, you know, every once in a while, make sure or find a way to, to be the one who treats for something. Yes. And it doesn't have to be the most expensive thing, but, but you buy the drinks one night for dinner mm -hmm. or you, or you mm -hmm. treat for dessert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My mind goes to sweets when I think of <laughs> Um, but to, to every once in a while, be the one who kind of, um, you know, who pays for everything. And because just, it says to their friends, your friends that I, yeah, I'm doing this because I can, and it's, I'm extending, it's almost in gratitude for your, their being aware and accommodating and not accommodating, but respectful and knowing that you're you're now making that gesture because you can and yes. you feel comfortable doing it so yes. yeah yeah so we we're in the last moment or two i think we've talked about things that we know at the heart of it that money and finances are always a difficult thing um to and and the disparity in it is certainly difficult but it it sometimes is a conversation between friends that can make the friends more. It's being honest. And it's yeah. being, if they're true friends, it's not going to make a difference in the relationship. And it could be a way of getting closer to one another in terms of helping somebody else with that um, emotional change in their lives. Yes. And you said something really important that if they're true friends, this is something you can work through. And in the article, the author said, you know what, if you feel judged for setting some bad, if you're, especially if you are uh, well, either side, but especially if you are the one making less money, mm -hmm. you feel judged for setting boundaries and not being able to spend the money, then, you know, maybe that it's time to think about the friendship and yeah. are you getting what you need from that friendship if you're being judged for for something that you know as much as we Americans like to talk about we pull ourselves up from our own bootstraps there's a lot that goes into what how much money we each bring in that a little bit doesn't have to do with who we are mm -hmm. just has to do with the way the system is so right. it's it's it isn't as much a statement about ourselves as I think we're all afraid of when we mm -hmm. say we're not making as much money. If we're in the hands of the right people and yeah. we're friends with the right people. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Interesting conversation. Well, thank you everybody for joining us and 
If you like this content, please support us on Patreon. We would love to see you there. And you can actually see us there because our Patreon members get to see a video version of this podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, we would love to have your support. And you'll find Patreon and our shop on our website at project-bff.com. Yes. And also links in the show notes for those of you who are on your phone yes. want to make it easy. Mm-hmm. And um, we will be talking with you guys soon. Thanks for being here. Bye. Thanks for listening.